Hmm. Well, good morning, universe, is as appropriate as anything, even though that would be the last of the day's sun setting here at 4.47, 4.46 p.m. on this, the 17th of December, Saturday. So, only four more days before the days start getting longer again. 22nd of December might be one of my favorite days for that fact alone. I'm sure I'm alone on that island. Nobody else feels that way. Everyone else is like, what's he talking about? I like the days getting shorter. That's the best. All right, that's me knocking my phone around because I'm trying to put it somewhere where it'll stay and I won't touch it. So while that was inconsiderate, the entire enterprise of what I was up to was actually considerate. I just had an inconsiderate moment inside of my general sense of consideration for the listener. Pretty much my entire uh, podcast described in less than a minute. All right, so I've got a couple of pre-Mushroom Trip recordings that I think I'm going to put at the end of this, because what's the point of fucking with the time again, right? And that's a little uh, memento-ish, but it it's intended for, uh, for the sake of, I have no idea what I said. I was, I, I know I, I recorded a couple of things while I was cleaning up the house. Then I recorded another thing while I was taking them. Then I recorded another thing like 20 minutes later. I believe that was the last recording, but who knows? There might be even something else in there. And, um, and the mushroom trip was fantastic. I mean, it was fucking fantastic. And, uh, and I, what, what's weird is, well, two things. One, I forget that you have uh, dream memories. I'm sorry, drug memories. Um, you have tripping memories. You, you almost have to be tripping to remember some of your other tripping memories. Again, that doesn't speak necessarily to memory lying inside the item. Laying inside the Oh, God, why did I bring that up? Anyway, um, because obviously nothing... Uh, but your mental state has morphed, and yet here comes some flood of memories that you haven't had in decades. So, memories are trippy. Memories almost trippier than tripping. But that said, um, yeah, the 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 whole wave was perfect. I only took three grams, so it wasn't a large knock you off your feet dose. But it it was exactly the right amount for um, testing my centeredness. It's what it felt like the whole night was about. I kept trying to push myself off balance, which even in real time I realized was kind of stupid to do while I was tripping on mushrooms. Because if I'd have managed to push myself a kilter, I didn't have anybody to help me square up. So it would have been back on me to crawl back through. Which I'd have done no problem last night. I had so much control over my my calm state of being. Even my breathing. I just, I felt so cleansed from within my body. I kept trying to show myself the form of consistency or the movement of 
simplicity. Just the, I was trying to find the, the root kernel of that which is our most common experience. And I just kept having cleaner and cleaner thought and just seeing, I mean, the visuals were all so organized and, and patterned. The kaleidoscope was phenomenal. And, you know, the swirling, uh, like, machinery part, it's almost like that, that um, the, the ship mechanic in the Matrix. You just keep seeing that, that almost um, S coil coiling into itself. Um, it's like the Mandelbrot sets emerging out of it. I mean, the organization of it felt so well-planned so perfectly conceived and everything was aligned i couldn't knock myself out of that and i i mean i didn't push that hard but i pushed hard mentally i kept being able to solidify my confidence in myself it was very very um Inspiring, I guess. Or confidence building is a better term. I just felt like wherever I looked, I was capable. And dancing, I mean, I should have recorded myself because I couldn't have been as coordinated as I felt, but I just had some intensely musical moments that were, hmm, they were a crescendo of experience, to say the least. So it was, it was perfect. It was perfect. Maybe the best mushroom trip I've ever had at the I could still answer the door if the police came to the door level. Could I have? Boy, I don't know. Some of those hours were questionable. But I had coherence throughout. Mental coherence. Never never went tunneling into a wormhole of color and, and kaleidoscope without intending to inspect the environment for its pattern recognition and just the coordination of life. My cat and dog participated too at a very chill and uh, agreeable level. I mean, it was just great. I'll have to ask the neighbors if I was too loud because I know at one point at 3.40 in the morning I thought, <gasps> that shouldn't be on 53, that volume's too high. Then I turned it to 48 because, you know, I'm a nice guy. But <clears throat> I didn't play any Mario Kart. Well, I mean, I played like one game. But at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, I'm having a Mario Kart tournament with two co-workers. And I played with one of them yesterday, and she kicked my ass all over the fucking course. So I am, uh, I am way behind in my Mario Kart practice. And I'm a little crispy from the whole experience. So, having woken up at 11, and then decided that wasn't enough sleep, and then sleeping till 3. Ugh, and now here, not even at 5 o'clock, I'm still tired. There might be an hour or two of Mario Kart in my future, but there's going to be a hell of a lot more sleep. So, I'm probably going to go in tomorrow and just get laced by both of these two. Killing me in Mario Kart. So my ego is going to take a hammering, but that's okay.
I haven't played video games for like a decade, so I'm due. I'm due for some 20-something to wipe the court with me <sighs> at NBA Jams. Is it the shoes? No, it's the player. Um, and so I have that to look forward to. But one thing I was going to try to talk about yesterday that I never really got around to... Well, hold on. Let's, let's do some prep work here. You know what I've been doing a lot lately? Heating the damn element without having anything to put in the damn tray. Seriously. Like, I forget to get my shit before I get it all heated up. Just did it. Probably do it again before this recording's over. Honestly. And this doesn't have anything to do with the mushrooms. This is just me being dumb. And then I love how I go and find the best AK-47 diamond in the entire goop pile. As if I deserve some sort of reward for my inefficient behavior. Oh well. AK-47 diamond coming. Oh, baby. Those are so good. Oh, God, those are good. Yep. I mean, if you're looking for proof of God, I don't know that this is the best argument you can make. <coughs> but, oh, boy. But you have an argument. <coughs> okay, enough coughing. Um... Okay, so I'm also going to talk about the influence of the group, but first I wanted to get to um, that hyperbole arrow, cushion arrow shit that I never finished. And uh, I know this is a rebound product of growing up in a house where true compliments were rare, um, because... A-plus effort was the only thing that ever got complimented. Now, is that appropriate? I don't know. It turned me into somebody who's terrible at taking compliments. Because if you're gesturing at me with something in the neighborhood of a platitude, well, I'm going to sniff it out immediately because my default mechanism is to think, well, you don't really mean that. And that's a bad one to have. You shouldn't be defaulting to, well, you don't really mean that when someone tells you something complimentary. Um, and that's kind of what built up in my childhood over time. And this isn't a woe story by any means, trust me. If anything, being a harsh critic of your own performance will lead you to expecting high results from yourself. So I get the conditioning especially because my father was such a high-result-driven producer. His work is outstanding because he takes the time to plan and consider the project in its whole encompassing uh, scale from the meticulous to the magnificent, and, and he does it across that grid with equal... Uh, purpose and, and execution success. So if you want a model for achieving at the highest level, he's very much it. And in many ways, so is my mother. Although their tactics to that end game are completely different. But her work, in many ways, is better than my dad's. Um, 
That said, her her place in history was never as encouraged. She didn't have a chance. I mean, she was there to create the chance for her daughter. So her life had oodles of purpose. In fact, it had more purpose than it could realize. But it was so filled with purpose that in some ways she kind of forgot about herself. Her life was dedication to others, like a lot of mothers. And everyone thinks this of their own mother, so dinkity-dong, this is not something of any consequence or grace or insight. This is our mothers. They are the most giving thing there can be, for they gave us life. But if you're discouraged societally, and then by default have that sort of, well, you don't really mean that, attitude, because nobody's really helping you build an ego from within unless you come in with the most dazzling performance yet seen by the New York Times critic panel. So, you think anything less than acing things is less than worthy. Dedicate more time, put in more practice, work harder, grow wider, grow deeper, become better. Pause. Well, again, did this work out for me? No, not, not terrifically. In some ways, I'm sure it worked out better than I even know, and in ways, I'm sure it was more devastating than I can even consider. But what it did is reflexively turn me into somebody who can always see what somebody else needs to see complimented, needs to see noticed, needs to see recognized. Because I've I lived in that vibe for my entire young adult into early adulthood until I got the confidence to live for myself. Well, of course you're living for your parents' recognition. It's really all you are living for. Um, and in receiving that, and again, straight A's was a trip to Baskin Robbins. I'm not saying there weren't celebrations for achievement. There were. But if it wasn't straight A's, it wasn't a trip to Baskin Robbins because anything else was ridiculous. What'd you get a B in handwriting for? <laughs> What's wrong with your handwriting? Go practice or whatever. And I didn't get a B in handwriting, but my point is there was no consideration that you would do anything less than straight A's because any moron can get straight A's in third grade was kind of the attitude. And not being a moron, well, let's see some A's. So, all through elementary school, I never got a B. Actually, I do think I got one B. I don't remember in what, but I'm pretty sure I got one B in elementary school. Um, I never got a B in, 
in junior high school and I got one D in high school. Otherwise, I never got anything but A's. And I would never be able to say that had I not been pushed to overachieve. Because frankly, that's overachieving. It's too much. It's too much pressure, if anything else. Because you start to see your peers as combatants in your quest to make sure that you never do anything but come in first. And combatants is too strong. But for fuck's sake, man, I get why kids today cheat. I never had to cheat academically, thankfully. But I would certainly be a cheater today. Hang on. Oh, and to be clear, when I got to college, my first semester report card was two C minuses, a D, and an F. Actually, it was an E. I got an E. And then my second semester report card was worse. So, <clears throat> I am no intellectual giant. <laughs> Whoa! In fact, I think I have about 120 hours of proof of that. So, go check it out. But, or don't. But, um, what, what all of this indicates to me is that there's no question you're very much a product of the environment in which you are contained. And by this, I mean not just the nuclear family, which is obviously the most influential kernel of all, but from there, the mainframe in your software deployment, your immediate friends, your immediate enemies, your immediate uh, antagonists, and your immediate uh, support system, all of these things are critical influencers in how you develop. I was in a pack of four relatively equal dudes, <clears throat> so I never really felt anything but same. We're all pretty much the same. There was no king of the hill. There was no fucking Tom Brady in the group, or whatever. And, and that persisted pretty much through high school. Enough that you could maintain your ego comfortably in a situation peer-wise. Academically, sports, girls, it was all fair enough. But at home, it was always overachieve. Always. Always. Practice harder, learn more, become better. You'll do, your results will improve. From piano to golf, to spelling bees, to SATs. And, I mean, I remember my combined SAT score was uh, 1450, but that's because I got 800 in math. <clears throat> and so do the math, I got 650 in verbal. And I knew I had fucked up one of the verbal sections because I panicked while in the test. And I was always weak at reading comprehension. Still am today. But if I would get distracted in the test material reading sections, I was fucked. Because I knew I had to maintain my concentration through whatever four-paragraph essay I was about to read to catch the nuance of what the subtext was. That's always what they're grading you against. And 
So if I started wandering because this piece on Civil War memorabilia triggers me into some Scooby-Doo episode, well, I'm fucked. Because now I have to reread the thing. I've made myself nervous, so my heart rate and my sweat rate are up, and I do even worse in the second read. So, even though I eventually, at home, learned to conquer my concentration issues, in the test itself, I had no chance. One of the, one of the early chokes in life for me was that test. But, to be fair, I also went out the night before, got completely hammered. I mean, oh my god, what was I thinking? I was doing Johnny Walker shots at Amy Cox's house. And then, because we were all taking the fucking SAT the next day. So, of course, we went out and got wasted. Um, showed up at the test <clears throat> facility barely on time, five minutes. I was one of the last people to register. The door shut as I was coming in. And I was so nauseous that I begged to go use the restroom because I had to barf. And I threw up all over this trash can in the hallway. <clears throat> Got back in the test. The test started as I sat down, had my pencil, and the first section was fucking vocabulary, or reading comprehension. The very first one. <sighs> so, I didn't exactly set myself up for success. But... I didn't retake the test either because I figured the 800 in math was pretty solid and I didn't want to fuck with that. What happens if you drop that to a 750 and you only get 700 in verbal, you get the same fucking score. So it didn't seem worth it, even though my juxtaposition probably kept me out of Stanford or Brown. Um, but that said, um, hmm, why am I talking about this shit? Because... I guess I need you to see that to this day, I still feel bad about not getting into Stanford. <laughs> I really do. And uh, I had a Stanford sweatshirt when I was 15. I was sure I was going to go there. And my friend Brian Bunch got in. And he was smarter than me. Brian was a great guy. Smart dude. He deserved to get into Stanford. And I didn't. For once, this has certainly worked. But... <clears throat> I still hold that against myself, ridiculously. And uh, that doesn't mean that, um, that I even lament if I had it to do all over again, I'd do it just this way differently so I could go to Stanford. I probably wouldn't. Probably do it exactly the same way. Maybe, maybe less. I'd probably be at CU, to be honest. Because the education you can get at the time you're interested in getting your education is available wherever you happen to be. And if you're not interested in your education, as for the most part, I wasn't from 18 to 20. Well, you probably shouldn't be spending 35 grand a year at some institution to learn that you'd rather be doing drugs than cracking a book. But <clears throat> all of this is to circle back on why hyperbole and cushion were the two words I had next to the up and down arrow. Because I figure, if I see you, and I can clearly read what you're trying to have the universe tell you you're doing well with, or better with, or just noticing that, hey, I really think you're, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not going to compliment random stranger in the universe at this point in my mental game, but... 
I see them. I know what you need to hear. And most of the time I tell you. And I usually will tell you with the sort of, I know you've been waiting a long time to hear this. I can feel it. So, since it may be another gap before you get to hear it again, I'm going to give you the best compliment about this little quirk you need to hear that you've ever heard. So that's the hyperbole side, right? Is that unfair? Yeah. I mean, it's unfair. Is it wrong? I don't know that it's wrong. Especially because in a universe where so many people are in need of hearing that they're doing okay. Uh, well, why not once in a while hear you're doing great? So, that's always been my thought as to why I over-compliment people and over-praise over work that clearly means something to them. And then, the other one, cushion. Well, you know, if you fail, first of all, nothing's ever 100% failure. At least not with a human being's actions involved. Because there's too much variance. There's too many things that could have gone differently. Too much that was just not working out. Now, you don't get to default to those patterns of behavior without saying, hold on, the reckoning here is about me. But for every fall, especially the face plant variety that you create for yourself, you seriously don't need somebody next to you laughing at you. Now, you may not deserve the, oh man, that doesn't look like you were even trying to do that. I, I bet that was totally unintentional and, and you should never be associated with that behavior ever because that was just uh, bad luck that you were at the casino losing all the money in your bank account. How bad lucky of you. Uh, I don't know. Seems a little favorable. So there are, there are obviously times where the cushion doesn't apply. But to me, it applies for every mistake I ever see anybody make the first time. Period. I assume fate, consequence, and bad luck, more than anything, stacked up against you. And in any other circumstance, the situation goes differently, better, and with more integrity for you than that. In other words, if I see you at your worst, I expect that's you at your worst. And that at any other time, I'm going to think, well, that's not you at your worst because I've seen you at your worst. That's you at your much better. I always expect better. And I figure a little hyperbole on the upside and a little cushion on the downside, I guess it encourages a better universe. And if anything, I think one of the things I'm here to do is to encourage a better universe. I mean, aren't you? Okay. Hey, universe. It's 9 o'clock p.m. exactly on the 16th of December. And I have just measured out 3 grams of psychedelic mushrooms. They sit now <clears throat> tempting me on my little scale where I, uh, I never did clean that kitchen counter. It was probably an hour's worth of work, and I ended up recording something instead. So, boo. Boo on me. Boo on me. Boo on me. And I, um, 
I really only have one room in which I can spend any time. Well, two, I guess, the bathroom. But <clears throat> this is going to be a bedroom-bathroom trip with the occasional run to the kitchen to grab something that I think will sound tasty. Or whatever. Because, well, the furnace is out. Have I mentioned that before? Probably. But <clears throat> I burned out the, the uh, logic board on the uh, furnace last, I think it was end of March. Anyway, it was right when weather was turning for the better, and so I never fixed it. But I never fixed it to the point that it's still not fixed, and so the whole fucking house is cold. Except for the bedroom where the, the spare, uh, or the space heater is. So that's where we're going to trip on mushrooms. Limited environment. But a limited environment for tripping on mushrooms is just fine. So, hang on, i got to take a bong hit. Oh, and tonight, to get us ready for this limited experience bong hit, uh, or I'm sorry, a mushroom trip bonanza. Bonanza, not finanza, bonanza. Uh, we're hitting up some more of this... Cherry, what is this stuff? Oh no, this isn't the cherry alarm. Oh, this is the mistake. I accidentally ordered something called Platinum Huckleberry Cookies Wax. Now, I have Platinum Huckleberry Cookies Weed. It's not like I don't know what it is. But boy, I did not intend to get this. So, you know, fake stepped in and made it happen. I'm going to smoke the shit out of it and hope for the best. What else are you going to do when something like that goes down? What, put a stick in your mouth and let people not understand what you're saying? Well, maybe. Okay. So, I don't know what your preference is on swallowing the mushrooms. I myself have gagged on them plenty of times to... to have found one agreeable system to stick with, and stick with I do. And that is, I either roll up the um, plant matter in a tortilla filled with cheese, preferably block-sliced either pepper jack or sharp cheddar, or same plan, rolled up with peanut butter. And you can put some honey in there, but what's the point? It's still going to fucking, it, it, that doesn't really do anything. And I like both of these ways of doing it rather than tea or just eating them straight. Eating them straight's tough. Tea, tea's tough because softening them up, to me, is a, that's not the point. The point is to get them down, swallow them whole, like just as little contact with your tongue and upper mouth as possible. And which is why I like masking them inside of tortilla uh, burritos of cheese or peanut butter uh, insert, because you can just sort of bite off a chunk, uh, swallow it and move on. So that's what we're going to go do. Be back in a minute. Okay. It's 11.38, and the shit is really starting to kick in. Oh my god, the colors are phenomenal. Just pinching my eyes is like the kaleidoscope of the universe is going. And as much as this is the final time you will hear from me, the geometry, the patterning, just the coordination of it, the symmetry of it, the beauty of the universe. Why does the human experience make it so much harder to witness? Don't know, don't care. Gonna go witness it with God. Bye now. Pause. Forever. Hello, universe. 
keep that copyright infringement shit from infringing, right? <clears throat> but express yourself, express yourself, express yourself, NWA. That would be no whiteies allowed. Actually, that would not be that, but. Having seven minutes ago ingested three grams of psychedelic mushrooms, I am approximately 37 minutes away from really nuzzling up to God. And uh, I say that with some irony, but I do know that nothing was a gateway to spirituality with more of a rush of recognition than my first hallucinogenic trip. It was on LSD, not mushrooms. But it was a game changer. I've never been the same since. And I would never take back the experiences that were subsequently a part of my, part of my life, including belching up all this psychedelic mushroom dust. No, we're not belching it up. In fact, I haven't felt nauseous at all, which is nice. But you do never know, this poison can make you puke. And rather than do something silly like talk my way through my entire mushroom trip, I just wanted to have one farewell uh, address of the reason I've been doing this my whole life was to connect with myself. And I believe that tonight will be the most intensely internal look at myself I've ever managed. And, I mean, let it be that some spirit guide comes along for the ride and shows me their gallant way. But I don't expect that. No, I, I believe that I'm here to constantly be the one figuring it out. I don't feel like I am here to be led. I don't feel like I want the Galactic Council to open up their membership so that I can apply. Please, please, please pick me, please. No, you know, life's fascinating enough without all the revelry, revelry. Ooh, my mouth is going to mush. And fanfare that comes with the pageantry of what? Being in charge, having the microphone, finding the dog bed, right, babe? Boy, I'll tell you what, before my brain turns to mush, we're going to go ahead and cut this off. Next time I talk to you, I'll be wondering, oh, when will I be able to get some sleep?